Hey everybody, Rob Riggle here with Sarah Tiana. Uh, and this is Riggle's Picks. And listen, we are putting out a little bonus uh, thing today, which uh, we recorded earlier because we didn't know our schedule. We, right. you know, we were going to be out on the road and doing a bunch of different stuff, so we recorded one early. But it turns out we're both back here. Yay, we're back! So we're going to go ahead and release this one as an extra bonus. So don't count on it every yeah, Tuesday. Don't get used to it. Don't get used to it, y'all. <laughs> Uh, and then we're going to have one coming out Thursday, and then we should hopefully stay on track. But uh, anyway, since we recorded, we didn't want to throw it away. We thought we might as well throw it out there. Yeah. Enjoy. We're back, everybody. Hi, it's Rob Riggle and Sarah Tiana uh, for Riggle's Picks. I'm Sarah Tiana. You should introduce yourself. And you're Rob. That's it. Just in case people get confused. Yeah, because the voices can sometimes be confusing. So I'm Rob. You're Sarah. I'm Sarah. And you're listening to Riggle's Picks. Yeah, I'm from Georgia and you're from... Kansas City. Originally, we're talking about originals. I was born in Louisville, but I was raised in Overland Park, Kansas. Oh, okay. I was going to say douchebagistan, but you're from Kansas. <laughs> Hold on a second. That's so not confusing. A, I know geography, my friend, uh-huh. and douchebagistan is not real. It is in it the is stands. Not, it is in the it is Afghanistan, not, no, Pakistan, no, Kazakhstan, no, douchebagistan. No, I promise. Ma'am. Yeah, look on a globe. Look it up. I I don't have it's to look new. it up. I know there's no such thing as douchebagistan. Well, Okay. Go back to school. <laughs> I don't. To, I don't feel like I have I mean, to. You go hang back out to at sc- schools all the time. Just take a I class there sometime. <laughs> That's different. I'm looking for dates. <laughs> Trolling for chicks. Trolling to schools. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, where's your ham horn or your uh, rap horn? What do you you call it? You call it something different. <laughs> Does your wife hate that? Um, I'd never bothered to ask. Maybe I- <laughs> Maybe that I sounds like a- maybe I am in, maybe I am from Dushbagistan. <laughs> <laughs> Chandler, Chandler Chandler's just shaking her head like oh my right. god. Chandler is uh, Rob's uh, assistant who has the thickest skin and producer. And producer, very nice. Uh, Lavar Ball came up as an NBA founder in Google search. No, That's- he's not a founder of the. He just people just think he is. It's, it's like, a Google glitch. You can uh, talk on the mic, Chandler. I know my, Ralph. Go- Ralph. <laughs> Rob. Wow. You know. Wow. You know, eventually you, I'll remember but, your name, but you just have to do stuff in Hollywood. <laughs> but, but I have. I've done a lot. You you keep saying that, and I keep Googling it, and it just says LeVar Ball. <laughs> See LeVar Ball. That's a Google glitch. That's the Google glitch. <laughs> I didn't even know that's a real thing, but that is. Google glitches is are that real. A real. Oh, thing? for sure. For sure. What do you mean? It's a, like, how is that? So if you Google the NBA founder right now on Google, it'll come up as LeVar Ball because it's a glitch. So that's... How is that? But I don't really understand. Have you seen The Matrix? <laughs> Have you seen The Matrix? Once. Okay. Well, so there's glitches movies. in The Matrix all the time. How can there be a glitch in Google? Like, that, that just means that enough people have written about... I don't understand. No, it's an algorithm. It's because it's a search engine. And so when you type in certain things... Like if you type in Robert, it'll come up. Definitely not from Douchebagistan. Oh, and it'll say I something thought it else. Would say like Star of Dumb and Dumber Eight or whatever. <laughs> it was Dumb and Dumber Two. <sighs> oh, well, um, that was a long time ago. So it I don't wasn't remember. that long ago. Oh, what like fifteen years? I've done over fifty movies. <laughs> fifty. You just keep saying that out loud, and eventually I'll believe you. But <laughs> <laughs> I know how many movies you are. Yeah, um, you're. Awesome. Let's let's talk though okay. about what were we were talking about before the mics were on. What were we talking about? Our rap name. Rap name. Our rap name. The- <laughs> Tell me. Tell me about it. Apparently the way to get your rap name is to uh put the word Lil. Lil L I L with the apostrophe. Mm-hmm. So it's short for little. Little. Uh-huh. Yes. Good job. Yes. Well, so I, there's a lot of people out there who don't really understand street talk. Uh and so I'm just want to bring them up to speed. <laughs> So it's Lil plus the first thing that you bought in 2018. 
So that would, for me, mm-hmm. uh, be Lil Mocha. That's the first thing that you bought? I bought a did Mocha. Did you buy it or I, did I your bought, No, I was, down, I, was buy- I was in New York and I had to go downstairs to the lobby of the hotel. And No, that would have been on New Year's Eve. That's not... No, no, the New Year's Day. It oh. Was, it was the day after. Oh, that's right. You're fl- yeah, so okay. 2018. First thing I bought was a Mocha uh, coffee. Lil Mocha. Lil Mocha That does sound like a rapper. Yo, 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 Lil Mocha. <laughs> Lil Mocha in the house. That's a... I like that voice. Well, that sounds like very like tone low. It is. It is. Yo, <laughs> you, I remember, and <laughs> this is so bad. I remember like in high school uh, when tone low was the bomb. The bomb. The best. Uh, this is back in the day when they had a tone low hotline. No. You could call the tone low hotline to find out what was going on in tone's life. <laughs> Shut up. For real. No, but it was like, that's not it true. was like 50 cents a minute. <laughs> and so. And it was a recording. That and so the best idea ever. We would call uh, at a friend's house, and we would call and just li- and leave the phone off and just run up the bill. And they'd go, yo, 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 this is Tone. My new album drops in the spring. It's going to be better than Funky Cole Medina. <laughs> and it would just, he would just talk about in nothing. Nothing. And it was just the Tone Log Hotline, and we'd call the Tone Log Hotline. And it was a record. It wasn't him live. No, God, no. <laughs> Tone doesn't have time for that. Oh, Tone don't got time and for that. Tone doesn't have time to sit around and talk on a hotline yeah, with a bunch tone of strangers. <laughs> <laughs> He's deaf right now. He ain't listening. Uh, so wow, anyway, that yeah. is so. I remember when that because that was one of the first tapes that I ever bought. Oh wow! Uh, with my allowance money, <laughs> and uh, and you went for Funky Cole Medina. Yeah, I bought like the single oh. right because remember you could buy it wasn't you maybe if you couldn't afford the whole cassette. Yeah, you could just get the single that had two songs. Uh-huh. And uh, I remember one time me and my friend convinced my mom to play it in the car because we wanted to listen to it sure. and we knew every single word and my mom was like and eject nope you're not gonna get this <laughs> tape back and we were like what we had no idea what it was about because you know we were like 12 and when body starts slapping <laughs> uh-huh body starts slapping uh, yeah when body starts having I don't know. I don't They're know the doing words, the wild thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sheena was a man. Like, we yeah. were like, yeah. We had no idea <laughs> that that meant, like, a hooker was a dude I was, that you're going to hook I up I was with. blissfully naive when I was a <laughs> child about all the lyrics, and I didn't oh, know anything. I didn't no know, idea. I didn't know anything. And My, now I look back, and I'm like, queen. Oh. Oh. I know, right? It is Village a, people. Oh. oh, so they. I just thought they had awesome electrified costumes. Yeah. I was like, how eclectic. This what a is cool your group. persona. Yeah. I want to be a cop too. <laughs> With a big, thick S&M mustache. And short, short. Yeah. Most cops wear short, short. Totally. Bike cops. Hello. <laughs> yeah. No, I also, my mom like never taught me, like my mom never had the talk. Oh, I'd never got that. I never got any kind of talk. I learned everything from Roseanne. <laughs> Because I was the same age as Becky. And so, like, my mom would just be like, like, Becky would be getting the talk. And my mom would be like, do you know everything about sex? I'm like, yeah. St- yeah. Ugh. Like, I, and I don't even know if she was relieved or mortified. Never, never got the talk. Never. Never. I was, so left, did- I was left to my own devices. <laughs> you figure it out. I'm sure you have good friends. Uh, someone will explain it to you. Never got the talk. So how did you figure? I mean, it just osmosis, I guess. Yeah. Just friends uh, talking about stuff, kind of context clues. I, I kind of pieced it together myself, kind of like. So he said that, and he said that. So I guess that means this. I guess that's how it works. Mm-hmm. I, don't know. I mean, I and I was, you know, I was slow on the development side as far as like all of that business. Like it didn't come to me until high school, really. Like, yeah. Oh no. You know, but I remember they did separate the girls from the boys in fifth grade, and I remember thinking, huh. And, uh, you know, I wonder <laughs> like where they're going. Like for sex ed? Or yeah. Just, yeah. But it was mainly because I had to tell the girls, hey, listen, ladies, some, something's going to be happening in your body soon. Right. And you should know about it. And so here's what's going on. And the boys, they literally, was our gym teacher, Mr. Ward, took us down to a, a room and was like, all right, mm-hmm. anybody got any questions? No one's going to, yeah. yeah no, oh, yeah. What's, so what does this mean? What does this does happen? This How do work? I do this? Yeah, not, uh-huh. not one. Everybody just kind of sat there and goes, all right, then we're good. Yeah. Ugh. Like that was it. Just like a typical parent. The worst. Are you any questions? The no, worst. I don't want to talk to you about anything. <laughs> I'll just ask my journal. I'll sort it out. The good thing was, like, we all had at least one friend who had an older brother. Right. Oh, yeah. That and, definitely, and generally yeah. speaking, that and his stack of Playboys was mm-hmm. about the only education we had. 
Yeah, see, girls, we weren't like that. Like, it's not like we sat around and talked like that. Like, we would just talk oh, about guys boys, but we never really, and like, just figuring out our own bodies was already complex enough. But you, you guys know? are so open with each other and honest with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a little jealous of, of female relationships because you guys are open and honest and you have real conversations about things that actually matter. Right. Well, I think and, that's... And so that's how you guys grow. You grow because you learn from one another and you're not embarrassed to be vulnerable. And guys, especially at that age, the worst thing that can happen to you is to be vulnerable. Oh yeah, or to be perceived as <laughs> exactly. So you yeah. can't, so you 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 pretend like you know everything, and you know nothing. Yeah, depends. and so you fake it. Yeah, and and then you walk through life in this with this unbelievable stupidity yeah. until things catch up with you and you start to piece things together. It's like a jigsaw puzzle. As you go through life, you start finding corner pieces, and then things start to fall. You go, oh, well, yeah. that's how it goes. Oh, and that's how it goes. And then, oh. and then you get wiser, but it takes a lot longer because we don't open up, and you guys do. So I think right. you guys have a better— Which is also how women get over relationships a little bit faster because we've talked and talked and talked to our friends about it, and like guys never oh, no, really we don't. talk at all. Let's be fair. You guys over-talk. You o- You over-talk shit. I don't think so. You big time. Rob, oh, my God. Stop interrupting me. I have more to oh, say. Oh, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> But yeah, you, it, it, but it, it's weird. I think you guys over talk and we under talk, mm-hmm. but I would err on your side. Actually, you would. I would because I think even if you over talk it, uh, you you make more informed decisions, better decisions um, by over talking. I do think it gets exhausting, but I do mm-hmm. think you guys are better off for it. And Maybe. you guys, I'm pointing at you as your yeah, um, you women, girls, girl stuff, women, yeah, lady things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just I didn't know. I remember the first time I saw like uh, I know this is visceral, but like an erect penis. I was like, what? It goes that way? Yeah. Like I thought it just went straight, like perpendicular, like a like a ninety degree angle, <laughs> <laughs> like a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, like the Little Mermaid. <laughs> oh, I know. On the, I, on the on the dirty version that they used to have. Most of my young adult, and I, I classify young adult as fifteen, no, sixteen on. Okay. Because that's when you, when you start driving, I think is when you have real independence. Yeah, that's so true. So sixteen on is when you're mm-hmm. a young adult to mm-hmm. me. Up until then, you're still just a punk kid. Well, also you might have a job, and then you have money, so like you can like, buy. You can get in real trouble mm-hmm. at sixteen. Yeah. So that's when you're a young adult. Mm-hmm. And from that, from that till 21 was a hot mess, Ugh. a hot mess of confusion, of mistakes, of missteps, of misreading situations, mm-hmm. of misreading people, hormones, of not understanding what her problem was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so confused. Like high school. I don't, I feel so bad for kids. I feel bad for them too, because they're being held to a ridiculous standard now mm-hmm. that they're not allowed to make any mistakes. Ugh. That's how you learn. Yeah, that failure is. is how you learn the most effective way to learn. It's not the only way, but it's the most effective way. You, usually, you make one of these mistakes, mm-hmm. you never make it again. Generally yeah. speaking, I think our generation was good at that. Yeah, because like, we we learned um, to start talking and have to like we're forced into figuring things yeah. out. And we we're like, well, we don't want our kids to be like that. I don't yeah. have kids, but well, now I see young kids and like, they know way too much yeah. about sex and everything. Yeah. Well, there's this, uh, like you, you make a mistake today. It's such a high profile mistake because like this, anybody, some, can... some kid uh, recently just got in trouble for, uh, he went to some suicide forest in Japan oh, and, and Logan Paul. Yeah. And, and he made a, made a video of some, uh, dead person. Right. Yeah, that was hanging in the forest. Right. Now, that's a bad decision. Bad. Okay, it's a bad decision. But it's, that's what it is. It's just a bad decision. Mm-hmm. He didn't hang the guy. You no. know, he didn't, he didn't, he, he made a bad decision. But that's such, it's such a high profile bad decision yeah. that now he has to eat all this shit about it. And he's, oh. I, don't think the, I don't think the kid's a bad kid or a bad person. He made no, a bad I decision. know. People are like, you're 22. You should know. And I'm like, oh, 22. I had no idea. Yeah, go back to when you, if you're being honest with yourself. Yeah. And I mean, really being honest. Go yeah. back to when you were 22 and think about the stupidity. If I was held accountable for the things that I did in a public forum, yeah. like, you know, because, well, you know, he is a public figure, so he is going to take a little bit more heat. And he yeah. has, you know, whatever, 15 million followers yeah. on YouTube. So yeah. I, it's probably more than that. Yeah. But, uh, 
I can't even imagine yeah, being that age. It's the high profile of, of the mistakes that are made. Like, the, I just think they're being held to a, a ridiculous standard. Now, I think we all can agree. Probably a bad, everybody knows it was a bad decision. He knows it was a bad decision. Yes. Okay? You don't now. Have to, you don't have to tell him. He knows. <laughs> but that's how it always works. You yeah. know, it's always 2020. Right. You know, hindsight's hindsight. always 2020. So anyway. Always. I don't anyway. know. Anyway. Well, I was, yeah. My rap name. Yes. What's your rap name? <laughs> Um, well, the first thing I bought was a hot dog at the game, at the at Rose Bowl the, At the game. Rose Bowl game. You bought a hot dog. And so that was New Year's Day, 2018. You bought a hot dog. <gasps> That's <sighs> not true. I got an Egg McMuffin <laughs> that morning at <sighs> McDonald's. So are you little E-M? E- Lamb. <laughs> Lil. Lil. Lil Muffin. Lil McMuff? Lil, Lil Biscuit. How about Lil, because I did get a sausage biscuit too. I don't know which order they came in. I'm going to go Little Biscuit. I think Little Biscuit is better for That's me cute. as a Southern. It's cute. Little Biscuit is a great rap name. It's cute. It's Southern. ATL. Yeah. What up, Little Biscuit? Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Little Biscuits in the ATL. Uh, with Little Mocha making yeah. an album. <laughs> yo, Little Mocha, Little Biscuit, you about to drop something new on us. I really wish people could see your face while you were doing that voice. You get so into it. Oh, we have to make a video for <laughs> for uh, the podcast. For Can the we video for pod- uh, Can we video on these podcasts, Gary? Yeah, I believe we're recording in 360 video right there. Oh, snap. See? <laughs> and if we're not, we will be in future episodes. There you go. So people can go put on their <laughs> headset and look around like they're in the room. That's it. Okay. That's it. It's like virtual reality. Yeah. They can you can look all around the rooms. How do you do? Do you well, just you go on a website? It, you can watch it on your phone and just move the camera around. Or if you have one of those he- those somewhat nerdy headsets that you can put your phone in there. Somewhat then you move. nerdy? They're full. They're very nerdy. But I have one, so I was trying to protect myself. But then you can just move your head around like you're sitting right there. And you can stare off into the corner. Or you can stare at Chandler. You can look at you guys. Whatever you guys want to do. Let's stare, stare at Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, I, Let's I agree. stare at Chandler. Chandler, Chandler, you're on camera right now. That's Did you know that? My worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> my, what? What my biggest fear, one of my biggest fears is being in pictures by myself. I hate like when people want to just go like, can I take your picture? And I'm like, mm, mm, no, mm, no, I don't, you have to be, you could be in it with me, but I, I'm just talking about fans. I mean, obviously like if you're doing a red carpet thing, I guess you have to like. What? Now who asked for the solo pictures? Are they dudes? Is mainly dudes. Yeah, I guess so. Like fans after the show, they'll mm. just like take your picture, even if you're like not looking or whatever. Oh, the sneaky photos. I had someone take a sneaky photo of me at an Apple store. I was buying a cord, Mm -hmm. uh, just a a (laughs) plug-in cord, and I'm standing in line. It's a Saturday, (laughs) and I had a hat on, and, you know, I look, you know, it's a shopping mall. Yeah, shopping mall, Rob. someone's taking sneak pics of (gasps) me standing in line and posting them on social media. I was like, Uh, that's creepy, gross, stupid, lame. All you got to do is ask me. I'll take a picture with you. Also, text me the photo so I can, like, put a filter on and make it look good. Right? (laughs) So I have the little doggy nose and the ears. That's a big thing with girls these days. What yeah, is what, I think everybody has to have, have the chipmunk nose and the little ears or the little doggy <laughs> nose, and then they is it make them look cuter? Do they think it makes them look cuter? I think so. Is that a is cuter a word is it from Snap uh, Chandler? Well, no, she's young and hip. It's Snapchat, Snapchat filter. filters, mm-hmm. but you yeah. can only do that on Snapchat. You can't just get that as like an app on your. No, but you can now do it on Instagram too. But it's not as good filters. Oh. Not the filters aren't quite as good. Rob, I think we should take pictures where we're where we we're, I look dog. like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, you won't need a filter, but I would. I would need one if I wanted to look like a dog. No. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway, um, next subject. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> we were just talking about you looking What's like a there, dog. Chan? What's out there, Chan? Um. So in 2018, video game addiction will be considered. A mental health disorder. Well, and that's... is being included in the international classification of diseases. Oh my god! Oh my god! This angers me. It does. It does. Really? Because it doesn't anger me. I agree. Are they saying that if you play too many video games, you now classify for some sort of disability because you have a mental oh, health that's issue? Different. Yeah, that's different. Is that what they're saying? Because yeah. it makes me want to throw up. <laughs> it's considered. That's an such an insult to people who have real problems. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's a, such an insult to people who have real problems. Yeah. Turn off your stupid PlayStation or your Xbox. That's all you have to do. And go outside 
and walk around and find a friend and have a conversation, learn play basketball, mm-hmm. ride a bike. There is a, it, life existed before video games. Well, I think that also like the the video game addiction comes into it. It's a similar thing as, as porn. Like this is something that I used. I had a big problem with. I have a problem with men watching too much porn because that's an epidemic. It's an epidemic, but it but video games also touches the same sensor in the brain. Uh-huh. So when you play too many video games, it numbs your sex drive because you're 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 creating tension, right? Like you're, stimulation. You're, it's it's overstimulation, of, okay. right? It's the same as porn, where you're like overstimulated, and uh, that part of your brain gets tired, and then you don't want to have sex or do other things. It's like why millennials are. Well, it's one of the reasons millennials that is are not true. having as much sex as their parents. There was a big article talking about how millennials' parents are having more sex than millennials. Yes. That's embarrassing well, for it, millennials. It is. Yeah. They should be ashamed. They should, <laughs> Chandler. They should check in their penises at the door if they're not going to use them. Right. Give them to give if they're good working ones. Give them to give older them. people like you who need them. <laughs> like <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't need a millennial penis, ma'am. Oh, thank you thank very you for calling much, me, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I know. No, you don't. But I mean, I don't actually know that for a fact. But I <laughs> shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, Tiffany. Um, but it is a problem. I think that video games are a problem. But, do your kids play video games? Yes. Do you allow them, like, do they have a limit or can they just play as much as you, they want? No, they do not have unlimited play. Right. Um, there is designated playtime for the video games. Okay. And how much, do, is there, like, they have to earn it or is it no, like a certain hour to, of the day? No, it's it's about two hours a day. You know, oh, that's good. Robert, you know, and it Robert, can come in the morning, it can come in the evening, it can come in the whenever. Mm-hmm. But um, it's a dedicated. Yeah, look, I mean, I don't want to deny them. Uh, no, because something it like that can because teach them good skill, like motor skills. It does, but it also and also keeps them in the uh, vernacular of their peers. Mm-hmm. You know, it allows True. them to socialize because they have something to talk about right? and they know how to play. And they, when their friends come over, they can. You know, it, it's a thing for them but i also put in a basketball goal right and we go out and we play basketball right. and we work on that you know and and we do other things uh do you play well. with them the I video do. games no no video games no now there was a time when i was a geographical bachelor mm-hmm. in new york mm-hmm. um and i was by myself was that daily show days daily show mm-hmm. days uh and so i was by myself mm-hmm and I went to uh, a Spider-Man premiere, and they gave me a PlayStation. Wow, Yeah, cool. as a result. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was like, great, cool. So I would come home and play, believe it or not, on my PlayStation. I would play poker. Oh, well, on that's... My, and, uh-huh. But it kept me at home. Right. You know? and Out and, of trouble. And, right. And I wasn't making any money on The Daily Show. It's basic cable. They paid jack squat. Mm-hmm. So in New York, if you leave your apartment, you're spending money. Right. It's just a cold fact. <sighs> you're spending money. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what you do. If you leave your apartment, you're spending money. So I would literally, I would walk from work home, mm-hmm. stop at Chipotle, get a burrito bowl, go straight to my apartment, go up to my apartment, and play poker all night, and and have my burrito bowl, and and I saved so much money. <laughs> but it also probably made you good at poker. I got better. I definitely which got is better. also a yeah. game that you can make money at. Yes, and it was well, enjoyable. I was and then there was like one other game I had, which was like a Call of Duty type game, mm-hmm. and I played a little bit of that as well. well you're a marine, so that. Yeah. But it was it was one of those things. That was you know it, again, it just kept me in at night. Well, yeah, I think it can keep people out of trouble. I think when you use anything in moderation uh-huh. is fine. Yeah, it's when it's out. When I when I first moved here, I never played. We had a Nintendo when I was little, but we never really got more than what the game came with. Yeah. Uh, so Tech you know, we were poor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never beat super Mario. Like, I, you know, I remember for one, one Christmas we got a joystick and we thought that we were the richest kids in town. We had a joystick. Uh, but like, uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I, uh, got picked to be on wheel of fortune. It was like my dream to be on wheel of fortune. And I sent them a letter and like they drew it out of a hat or whatever. And then I got an audition, right? Destiny. Yeah. So I played the wheel of fortune video game, like, like every day to yeah. practice solving sure. puzzles and stuff like that. And like, I ended up winning $13,000. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. When you're especially, that's like all I the never, money I made that year. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. That's really cool. And I got second place. I didn't even win. The whole show because you get to keep the money that you win. Yeah. 
I still remember like all the puzzles that it was, it was a really fun experience, but I think video games can be good. Yeah. You know, Anything in moderation. I'm with you on that. Yeah. Anything in moderation. And I think that that's the key to happiness. I mm-hmm. think that's the key to uh, sustainability, mm-hmm. life, just everything in general. Just, I mean, I think you, you know, get as much love as you can, get as much joy as you yeah. can in happiness. But everything else, uh, especially in the vice, under the category of, of yeah. vice, just moderation. Well, that's what I say about pornography. It's like. I don't want to be against poor, but now it's everywhere, and it's teaching men really bad habits. It's I teaching men. But I, I couldn't agree more. I think I do think that it, that is a real problem. It I is think a real because, problem. especially for young men, they they get into a bad pattern of expectation. They get into a yes. bad pattern of what is considered norm. They get yes. into a bad pattern of just uh, not start. You, you know, you, you're supposed to start at one, then you go to two, then you go to three. Mm-hmm. And they're starting at 26, yes. then they're jumping to 35, then they're jumping to 100, mm-hmm. and it's just way too much too soon, and they can't handle. Uh, you know your brain, your, your frontal lobe, your logic doesn't even fully develop until you're 25 years old. And so you've got – that's why the insurance really? that's why the insurance rates for men drop dramatically once you turn 26. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so you have, you have young men mm-hmm. who have – an open highway on this porn stuff Mm -hmm. and they are, it's overload. It's overload and overstimulation. And they, and now they would rather spend time with their laptop than trying to make it with a real girl. Yeah. Which is why they're having less sex, which is creating a problem amongst young women. And it's probably going to create, you know, obviously like a shortage in humans and children and stuff like that. I think it's going to cause a, I think it's going to cause a major gap uh, for for women in finding a good, a good mate. Oh, it definitely, it already, yeah, it's definitely affected me in my life. You know, I mean, my entire thirties I was single and it was just like, you know, why would a guy want to spend money and spend time and like really put in the effort effort when they could just go home and watch a video and that helps them pass out and go to sleep. And it becomes like this, you know, it becomes an addiction, almost like going home and having a beer Uh or, you know, drinking until you fall asleep every night. It becomes the same pattern. And when you get into that pattern and that groove, you don't want to change it because you're comfortable and people just aren't aggressively trying to find mates. I I do. I think that, I think that that is a problem. Um, and, but I don't think video games should be qualified as some sort of, you know, playing too many video games should be, everybody's looking for victim status or it's, it's annoying. It's, it's, it's exhausting. Like everything you do in life can't make you a victim. It it just can't, you can't be constantly in the state of victimhood. It just doesn't work. Also screaming about being a victim just makes people look at you like you're a victim. Mm -hmm. And when people feel sorry for you, they don't have respect for you. And that is creating this whole like lethargy amongst humanity. And we're, we're getting less Elon Musk's like we were talking about earlier. Like we're getting less, of that, you know, I always say that, like, that's why China's winning because they're over there inventing shit and we're over here jerking off to it, you know? Yeah. Like, it, you need sexual tension because it's the same as uh, anxiety in, at work. You need a certain level of stress at work because it drives you and it motivates you. If yeah. you don't have sexual tension, what is it? Why do you need to invent anything? Well, I just like, I like having Elon Musk type, type people uh, because they, that's what, that's, that's how the world moves forward. Right. You know, that's how it moves forward. And we, we're, I don't see those guys. I see a lot of pot smoking dudes mm-hmm. who sit around jerking off. And yeah. that's, that's good luck. Yeah. Good luck. It's good for women because we're probably going to pass you guys by. You already you have. Know. You already have. You know, well, you, we're you, starting you, to, well, you supersede us in all college students. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, is that true? Oh, it's massively true. The, the, the amount of women, the amount of students enrolled in college, it's like 60, 40, really? 60, 40. It's not even 50, 50. it's mm-hmm. 60, 40, uh, women to men in college right now, four year colleges. Um, and actually I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing because I think everybody's been sold a bill of goods on, if you don't have a four year degree, forget it. Yeah. And I'm like, wait that's a minute, oh, that's horse shit. You yeah. know, the world needs plumbers. The world needs electricians. Yes. Good luck trying to build your house with a with a poetry degree. <laughs> tell me yeah. how that. Tell me how yeah, that goes. Totally. You, know, you yeah, still yeah. need artisans. You still need workmen. You still need craftsmen. <sighs> you still need skilled workers. Skilled workers. I, that's what. Yeah. But we I, have a lot of unskilled workers, gosh. and we have a lot of uh, uh, overqualified. We are. We have. There's a huge gap 
uh, yeah. in, in skilled workers. Don't you – like I always think about – like because like my dad is so good. Like he can build anything, and that's because he had shop class. My, my dad too. Yeah, and I they don't have anything like yeah. that in school, any, in high school. Men have lost their man skills, and women have lost their woman skills. Yeah, no, completely. Uh, traditional skills, traditional skills. I, I preach that all the time, and, 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 and some women get very upset at me and say that I'm like – you know, anti-woman movement. And then, like, that's not true. Like, I just, I think that it's beautiful when men and women really take hold of what our traditional roles used to what be. What our strengths. What our strengths are. And, like, I'm really good at planning and, <laughs> you know, yeah. reading. No, I, I'm very good, <laughs> you know. And I, I consider myself a lady, and I don't want to be viewed as some piece of me. And I like cooking. Yeah. I like Doing well, everything inside the house. Any successful relationship, I feel like it, it is a partnership right. and it is a division of labor. You mm-hmm. have to decide. Let's let's divide up the labor here. Yeah. Okay, so if you're the breadwinner, you go be the breadwinner. Great. And then if you're if you're not the breadwinner, then you need to pick up the other side of that equation. Yes. Now I don't care what sex is what. Right. But but it's called division of labor, and that's how you get things done as a team. As a team, my my parents have been married for forty. They just celebrated forty five years, and they've always had the same deal. My mom takes care of everything in the inside of the house, and my dad takes care of everything on the outside. Mm-hmm. And if anything from the outside ever crawls into the inside, he has to take <laughs> care of that too. Yeah, and and that goes for bills too. Like my mom pays, uh, you know, all the like all those bills, and then my dad makes the house payment. So mm-hmm. it's like. It's this perfect, you know. They worked out a system. They worked worked out. out They they worked out a division of labor. Yeah. Which again, when you're talking about partnerships, which is what marriage is. Yes. um, You have to. You have to determine these things. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not sexy. It's not romantic, but it's real, and that's what marriage is. It's a real thing. It's a partnership that's going to hopefully last for your life. Mm-hmm. And and if that's the case, well, then you got to you got to dig in. And that's not to say that it can't change. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how good, you know, everything changes. Yes. Well, anyway. I think that like sometimes like women are afraid to talk about what they want and what they don't want and what they need because we're afraid of being called bitchy all the time. And I'm always just preaching like just say it, you know, don't wait until you're after you're <laughs> married. You yeah. know, I feel like sometimes. Women just start getting very audible about what they want after they've read their vows. Yes. Like, I do not like your mother. I forgot to tell you that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> These are little things you don't want to spring on. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Bait and switch is a bad idea always. Yes. It never ends well for anybody involved. Open lines of communication. Yeah. And being okay with with having a role, I think, is okay. I think as a woman, like, we're, we're – I'm constantly – I feel um, – I feel the weight of needing to be some sort of independent, high well, money making. And I'm like, mm, I don't know. Like, I'm just going to go. I feel like. Especially if you want to be part of a team. Well, yeah. I mean, if I was, you don't want to be part of a team. Uh, I think women, and I'm cutting you off and apologize, but no. I, I do feel, and I'll let you get back to your thing, but I, I, you brought up something that kind of, I, I feel like you, there's been an unfair expectation put on yeah. women, which is you have to do it all. Yeah. Meaning. You have to have a career, and it has to be an awesome career, and you have to be super successful at it, and you have to have children. And be a mother and, and be raise a mother them. And be an awesome mother. And be there. And you have to be a wife and be an awesome wife. <laughs> yeah. And you have to be – it's too much. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's why you form a team. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to do all of I that. I always say there's a lot of power in letting someone do something for you. That's why I think the nicest thing a man can do for you is open your door. Like we're not I don't have to go around and be like, I can get my own door. Like that's understood. You don't get in an elevator and go, I could push the button. Yeah. Like what you we know that now. Do you think marriage is still a good institution? Yeah, I you do. Know? So does Paris Hilton. <laughs> oh. She just got engaged. No. Yes. <laughs> That just happened. Is that her fir- No. Is that her first? I think so. I think so. Chan, what do you know? It's her second. It's her, it's her se- second. Second engagement? Engagement. Or- she's believe, never yes. been married? No, but she, it was Who very, she- very public a few years ago that she got engaged. To- probably around this time of the year. Oh. To-, to the guy that did the video thing in the forest? No, just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> like, I- <laughs> Who did she get engaged to just now? Just um, now? It's another gentleman. Oh, just now it was to... Uh- it's an actor. Chris God damn it, Zykla? Okay. He's yeah. an actor. He was in some superhero movies and stuff. Hmm. Never heard of him. Well, you were, Chris you were about actor. to. You're about to. He's about to blow up, what if, I, what if I took him more seriously as an actor than I took you as 
I'm like, oh, I've seen all of his stuff. I love him. <laughs> yeah, but what about you saw my stuff too, right? No, no I didn't even uh, know you did movies. Of course. I mean, that's how. <laughs> that would it. be. That would be good. The worst. That would have been good. Where, but wait, I think I saw a picture of them in like the snow or something. Where did they get engaged? Aspen. That's why you saw him in the mm, snow. California. California. <laughs> you are a Dumb and Dumber fan. I love See? Dumb and Dumber so much. See? I'm going to Aspen in February for the festival up there. What? Yeah. Do Wait, you is, that still, is that still the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival? It's not. That, it used to be the HBO Comedy yeah. Festival, but now it's just a normal just comedy a festival. Just everyday festival? HBO dropped their name? Yeah, that's not as as popular. It used to be where people got that's, discovered that's where besides I got, Montreal. That's where I got my agent. No. Yes, Rob Hubel and I did a two-man show called Kung Fu Grip. <laughs> And we had to. We did it in New York at the Upright Citizen Brigade for a year, and, uh-huh. and ran. And we auditioned with it, and, I, and we submitted it, uh-huh. and they came and saw it, and and they said, "Okay, you guys are in." And we were like, wow, "Yeah!" And this is back when that. Huge. This is back when that thing mattered. It really yeah. did. Yeah. Because it was like a gateway. That and, was like yeah. And so we went and did it. I think it was two thousand four, mm-hmm. and we had a great run. And literally from that. Uh, we got agents. Wow. Yeah. And you still have the same agent? No. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. That, yeah, it used to be a huge festival, and it it's still a really fun festival, um, and they let us go skiing. And oh, that's the best. It's so much. It's so. And Is it just be, stand-up? Yeah. Just stand-up now? I think so. Because it used to be a great eclectic mix of sketch, improv, um, uh, one-man shows, one-woman shows, stand-up. It had a it had a great comedy mix. I remember, you know, I haven't done the festival in like probably like six seven years, and the last time that I was there, I feel like it was just stand- like there were just two venues. It was like the big opera house, and then there was like this coffee shop cafe or like the lobby of the opera house, and we would perform there, and we would all have to like draw like. Have you done Telluride? Yes, love that one too. That one is great. They, again, uh, last time I did it was a while ago, but it was the same type of vibe where they were like. We have improv, we have sketch, mm-hmm. we have one man, one woman, we have stand-up. It's so, and, and then, you, because it's very, uh, Telluride's an isolated area, mm-hmm. you know, you were there for four or five days, but you bonded with all the other comedians, uh. and so you would go skiing during the day, you'd do comedy at night, you'd have a couple beers after the show, and it was just this great energy and vibe about the whole thing. Do you ski? Are you a skier? I am. I am. I love skiing. Are you a skier or a snowboard? Uh, I am a skier. Oh, okay. Because I, I I don't get out that much anymore. Mm-hmm. So if I do, I don't want to spend my week learning how to snowboard. I want to spend my <laughs> right, week yeah. skiing what yeah. I know. Yeah. And so I'm old. I'm an old school. You're old I'm school. An, I'm an OG skier. Well, the, I never grew up with snow. So uh, the first time I ever went to a mountain was out here with Al Madrigal's wife, Kristen, oh. who's my best friend. And so she took me and she taught me a little bit. And then I took a lesson in Telluride. So I've only snowboarded. That's the only thing I've ever learned how oh, to wow. do, which was, which is really difficult because yeah. it's opposite. It's like um, uh, surfing. Surfing. It it's is. opposite. So to slow down, you lean forward. It's yeah. compl- all the other mechan- opposite mechanics. You would like skiing. Yeah, you I would, would love to try skiing. You I might like try it. it in the. I might try it in Aspen. Do it. And I, maybe I'll get engaged like Paris Hilton. Do to it. The same guy. Wait, <laughs> I don't think you can do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure you I'm can from do the that. south. I can get. <laughs> engaged to my brother if I want to. I guess. If I, I mean, had a brother. I guess. Um, well, the other thing I want... Go yeah, ahead. go. No, you go. The other thing I want to talk to you about was... Hit uh, me. John Gruden. Oh! We haven't talked any sports yet. And yes, we should talk some sports. Sport. We, we drilled down on some relationship <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And we, we really On marriage, deep. the institution of marriage. But let's talk sports. Yeah, because... Uh, John Gruden is rumored to be the new coach of the Oakland Raiders, and I just wanted to get your feelings on that because he's also still calling football games, which means he's calling Chiefs games, which means he's watching their practices before he calls the game. Mm. Okay, so you know I'm a diehard Chiefs fan. I've heard you say that. I haven't. <laughs> I don't believe you yet. I haven't. I have yet to see you. So I am like one of the biggest Chiefs fans mm-hmm. of all time. Uh, grew up in Kansas City. You know, it's in the blood. I can't shake it, even if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And there's been times. <laughs> um, I still want you to know. Uh, but I am a diehard Chiefs fan. So basically, my two favorite teams in the NFL are the Chiefs and whoever's playing the Raiders. <laughs> okay, that's great. That's okay. that is that's yeah, okay. that's me. Okay. Um, so, and I like John Gruden, but now that he's going over to the uh, dark side, which is exactly how I look at it, I look at him as Darth Vader. Um, I don't wish him well. 
I mean, I I don't wish him ill, but I don't wish him well. What? I need him to be mediocre. I mm-hmm. need him. I need his best coaching days to be behind him. They might be. And I hope that when he gets to Vegas, he gets in trouble. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> what kind of trouble? What would you? What would be the perfect trouble for him to get in in Vegas? Where he just like loses his whole salary on one hand of blackjack and yes. then yeah, because I don't want it to be shady. You know, I'm tired of all. He the... wakes up in a bath of ice with a kidney out. Thank you. That would be <laughs> if okay. That would be the one. That would be the one because I don't want anything seedy. He seems like a good man. I don't want yeah. him to get caught up in anything seedy or, or terrible. Okay. But if he were to wake up in an ice tub <laughs> with no kidney, and somehow someone got a picture of it. <laughs> Like you, know, you. <laughs> and written on his chest was you know get to a hospital, <laughs> you know that, fa- and then you know everybody's like, well, I, go Chiefs, yeah, written and, on and, his and chest. He, and he, <laughs> I'm fine with that. Love wriggle. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine with that. Why? What is the history? Why are, are I? I'm I sorry that like, I don't know. I like what you said too. I don't. I don't like the fact that if he's being bantied around as a possible new coach for mm-hmm. the Raiders. That he's getting to spend all this time at the Chiefs' practice, right? To basically doing a first-hand scouting report for next year. Yeah, because if people don't know, like when you call a football game, you get to go watch the practices so that you can practice calling. Right, and you get to know the storylines right. of every player. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this kid's really good, or this guy's not so good, or this guy's got an attitude problem, or blah blah, or this guy's he can't defend this, or he can. De-. Like, you get to know the inside scoop on a team yeah. as a journalist. Yeah, basically what Bill Belichick does under the radar. <laughs> Secretly. <laughs> I don't know what he does, but whatever he's doing. Is, I don't know. It's amazing. I want that contract that he signed with the devil. I'll take it. <laughs> it's the it's the only time I think the devil's ever gotten duped. I would love it if <laughs> I would love it if Belichick was the president. As much as I hate the Patriots, you know I'd cheer for Al Qaeda before the Patriots. I say that all the time. And but if Bill Belichick was president, that would be the coolest thing. I would just Well, we'd be winning. Yeah, we're just we're on to Cincinnati. Our winning percentage would be amazing. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. What do you think about the yeah. Iranian protest? Yeah, it was, a, it was a big tax cut. Yeah, well, Moving we're on. on to Cincinnati. It's the right thing to do. <laughs> you know, just well, we had to just kill Kim Jong Un because it was, yeah. it was the right thing to do. Any other? <laughs> like he just He'd always be sounds so nonplussed. Non- oh, he's so great. Did you, okay, sorry. So why I don't know what the I don't. I guess I don't understand why the Chiefs and the Raiders hate each other so much. It's just an old school. There are two original AFC teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, originals. You know, Lamar Hunt, Al Davis, original owners. I okay. think there were eight teams, eight originals in the AFC. Right. Um, and uh, <laughs> Sorry. I just remember the day Al Davis died. I tweeted, uh, <laughs> I don't know how he died. I just assume he choked. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! Like on what? Like a sandwich? A Reuben? <laughs> just a, a Reuben. just a Raider choking makes sense. <laughs> uh, sorry, go ahead. So it's an old rivalry. It's an old old rivalry, as old as time. As a matter of fact, uh, over the years, and there's been a lot of them. The rivalry, it's it's the if you look at who's won games, it's it's never gone beyond more of like a five game spread either way. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's it's always like even though like for a long time we won ten in a row, it just brought us back to fifty fifty, basically. Mm. Like the it's the it's one of the most even rivalries, and they're just we don't think much of them, they don't think much of us, and we like to bash heads with them. Wow, that's so. And they always play us dirty. Mm-hmm. I feel like well, the Raiders the play Raiders, most yeah. people dirty. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then you know, up in Oakland, there that the black hole, their their stadium or whatever. It's such a such a pit. I, and and I and this comes from I've had friends that are Jets fans and people that you know that go there as a visiting person. Like when I go to Arrowhead, I see people all the time from other cities. Mm-hmm. Uh, last I was at the Chiefs Bills game. There were some Bills fans there. They were in their Bills jerseys and stuff. They had the best time. No one yelled at them. No one made them feel oh. uncomfortable. No one threatened yeah. them. You know, they got to enjoy the game just like every. And we lost that game, and still they just walked out happy as can be. If you go to the black hole, you know they treat you like garbage, <sighs> threaten you. It's not fun. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not good. That's no fun. That's not anyway, welcoming. We'll they're see taking, how that goes. They're taking their show to Vegas now, right? <laughs> yeah, they're taking. Which their... kind of bums me out because I love Vegas. I know. I can't that's get the other it. thing. I love Vegas. Yeah. And so. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go, but I will be there a lot now. Every time, because at least once a year, we play in Vegas. The Chiefs always play the Raiders. God, that's going to be so fun to go so, to games in Vegas. Yes, it is going to be. It's already a- fun to go to Vegas just to 
for no reason. Yes. As a matter of fact, we might end up doing a podcast. I'm hoping that we do. From Lagazi Stadium. Yeah. Uh, right there in Vegas. I love that idea. So I, think I can't we, wait until so, we do that. Hopefully yes. we can. Let's do that on Raiders weekend. <laughs> yeah, right? For sure. Oh, that would be so great. Yeah, I also way... want to see a Golden Knights game, the, their hockey team there. I didn't know It's really that. good, actually. Their new really? hockey team is really good. That's good to hear. As a Kings fan, I know. That Golden you know. Knights. Yeah. You say. The Las Vegas Golden Knights. Are they like medieval knights? Uh, Gary's yeah. saying yes, yeah, they that's, are. Yeah, that's how it's spelled, and they, I think there's a sword incorporated in their logo. Well, that's kind of, isn't that the armies? Aren't there army, the Golden Knights? The army, the army like the, yeah, the Military army. Academy, U.S. US military, <laughs> the West army Point? The army a military institution that, <laughs> I've done 13 tours for the troops, I still have no idea. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, army, West army, Point, Army, West Navy. Point, Golden Knights. Army. Are they Golden Knights or are they Black Knights? It looks like the, pair, the United States. Is nicknamed the Golden Knights. Ah, their parachute team. I knew there was something going on with that. <laughs> anyway, Vegas is going to be fun. I Vegas also, is going to be fun. And, uh, and, you know, what's cool about that is whoever plays the Raiders, Washington Redskins, you know, you go down the list. Those people will, are you kidding me? Let's go see that Raider in Vegas. Yeah. The, the people will be flying in for games every week, and that stadium will be rocking oh. every weekend. It's also so cheap to fly to Vegas, you know what I mean? Like, and it's cheap to stay there, so it's like yeah. an easy, inexpensive football experience, I guess. Absolutely. Which I hope it continues to be. I'm interested to see what that stadium looks like. Well, and there's you know. so many L.A. fans that yeah. are Raider fans, you know, oh, and are yeah. bummed out that they left and went back to Oakland. You know, it's five hours road trip <sighs> from here, so they all these L.A. people will be road tripping up there big time. Yeah. Vegas will sell out. Even yeah. if even if they can't get tickets to the game, you still go up there for the weekend. You put on your black and gold mm-hmm. or your black and silver, <laughs> and uh, um, you go see the game, Ugh. or you go you know to your favorite casino or your favorite sports bar up there. They're going to have a new head coach too. Oh, I guess Gruden. So. <laughs> Gruden, right? I'm thinking of all the other head coaching vacancies right now. There's a lot would of you, them. Who would you want to coach if you with the? There's like the Bears, I think, and the who are the other? Uh, Indianapolis has a vacancy and. Um, Cardinals do too, don't they? Mm, probably. Didn't Bruce they Ayer, should. Bruce Bruce got fired. <laughs> Bruce Ayers got fired or retired. I think that's what they called it. Retired. Uh, would I would you, go. To, I would go to Phoenix. You would. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even on the off on the off days, you go play eighteen. That's true. You know, you like your golf. I do like my golf. Have you ever played Augusta? I don't know why I just asked I've you. I've never that. played Augusta, but I and nothing. I mean, everybody wants to play Augusta. It's, yeah, it's like the it's the mecca for golfers. It's the most beautiful course in the world. So you've been to the Masters? Never been to the Masters. Really? Although this year oh, I'm flirting with it. To... If I can, if I can get an angle to get down there, I would. I would definitely. I have go. a way in. Get out. No, my friend Camille. Her parents live on the course. They're one of the first, the only 300 members. Yeah, she's a big Georgia fan. So. If you ever want to hook her up with Georgia tickets, I'm sure she she's trying to help her a friend of hers play it right now. Really? Which is really hard because there's still only like you have to the only way you can play is with a member and there's all the members are so old like they don't really play anymore. There's only like 9 members that still can even play golf. Oh my so it's gosh. so difficult to just get on the course that's to the play. Thing. That's yeah, the it's, hardest it's, part. It's, and that's what the thing is. Like, if it's always, I know a guy, I know a gal. Yeah. There's a way to, but it's always like four, four removed. And then, so and then to call in that favor is like to call in the ultimate favor. So you, ultimate favor. It, it, it requires a lot yeah. to call in something like that. And she, most people don't want to pull the trigger on that. Yeah. Like, I know this knucklehead, you know, out in LA <laughs> who wants to play. Well, of course, everybody you meet's going to want to play. Yeah, I would want to play. Oh, I'm not allowed. Yes, you are. As a woman. Yeah. Did they change that? Yeah, they Cond- have female members oh, now. Oh, yeah. Condoleezza um, Rice is a member. I'm saying a uh, live podcast from A-Man Corner. Really? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, we I'm could just, do it. I'm just trying I to manifest even, something I here. I didn't even know I that. Was, I'm through. with you. I like <laughs> manifesting this. Let's put that out in the universe and see we what comes We could say at my back. friend's house. She already offered this year. She's like, oh, my parents. They never go anymore. Oh, my God. And you can't give away the – you can't sell the passes. Sure. So a lot of times they would have just rented their house and then the house came with the passes yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But they don't really do that anymore. So now they let's just kinda... set this up in the backyard. <laughs> we'll get a couple mint juleps. Oh man, that would be so great. And we'll just... I think Tiger might win this year. Well, he's back. He's I don't back. know if he's going to win though. I don't know. It's he's been away a long time. He's got a lot to overcome. It's all between his ears yeah. right now. It's all between his ears. There is that's the whole thing about golf, right? It's always yeah. he was on such a pedestal for so long, and then when he had his 
fall from grace, if you want to call it that. I'd call it. It was that her name, Grace, or was that? He, you know, it, he, he. I think it wrecked him mentally. He just hasn't been back mentally, and he blames his back and everything. But I think that's all symptomatic of of what's going on between that, between his ears. Didn't Dustin Johnson hurt his back too because he fell? I'm not. <laughs> Right. He, oh, he slipped. He slipped Last and fell year, right was, before the Masters. Yes, he slipped and fell down the steps and hurt his back. So, so he Masters out. is in April, right? Yes. And March Madness is in March. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that out loud. No, but... It, March but, Madness is in March, right? But they, March Madness, they, it's, it's, uh, they end up playing the championship game in April. Oh, they... Oh, oh, oh. So, so it's the, the first weekend it's like in the, April or whatever. And then the fall. second weekend is Masters. Yes. Well, that works out for them. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did your golf tournament go last month? It went great. I do a golf tournament. Thanks for bringing that up. I do a golf tournament. Uh, you do a big benefit. Yeah. yeah, it's for the Simplify Fund, and I do it with uh, We Are the Mighty, veterans organizations that do good work, and uh, we did. A, we had a good time. Yeah? Did you yeah. raise some good money? We raised some good money, That's I think. That's nice. I think we raised close to 300000 Well, of course. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I was out at North I thought Lake. you were going to say 3000 and then you said <laughs> 300000 Yeah. And I, how do I get to be a part of that fund? How well, do I, am I, can I benefit from that? <laughs> How do you get a taste? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> a little bit. How do you get a taste of the money? <laughs> I need something to bet on when we go to Vegas. I need, I need some uh, scratch. Uh, that's great. Congrats, yeah. buddy. That's so nice. Yeah. It, I was, it made me think of that, because, uh, of how much money you raised, because we were talking about the bills going to the playoffs and because Cincinnati is the one that helped them get into the playoffs when Cincinnati won yes. and somebody else lost, maybe Tennessee lost. Uh, so Bills fans have been flooding Andy Dalton's charity with money, and they've raised $150,000. That's amazing. For his char- Bills fans raised all that money for Andy Dalton's charity just that, randomly. He didn't ask for it, like nothing. Like they just started cool. flooding and they were all donating $17 because it's been 17 years since they've been in the playoffs. And they break that much money from $17 donate. Like so crazy. I love that. I love that too. It's I amazing. love that. That is really cool. I mean, what a happy thing to come mm-hmm. from that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, um, I that's mean, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I would. Never give money to Andy Dalton, I don't think, unless it was just for, like, you know, throwing lessons. But I played in a charity. Uh, I played in a, a – you know the all-star baseball game? Yeah. They do a the celebrity softball, softball uh-huh. game. So I've done a couple of those, uh-huh. and the year was in Cincinnati. Oh, nice. Um, uh, I was up there for it, and he was there too. No way. And he and I played on the same team or whatever, and so I got to spend an afternoon hanging mm-hmm. out with him. Super nice guy. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that he's great. He was great. He was fun. He was lighthearted. He has great hair. He was easygoing. His hair is robust. It's super on point. It's so it's orange. Thick. Yeah, but it's also like thick and always like perfectly quaffed on the yeah, sidelines. It's good. It's like he has orange Kennedy hair or something. You know what other co- head coaching job is vacant is the Giants. Yeah. What do you think about? Do you think Eli's coming back? I do. You do. Um. Yeah, did you see his last press conference? No. He was like, I want to come back. I would love to come back. I love it here. This is uh, where my career is. This is, you know, I won two Family, Super Bowls yeah. basically without saying that. But he was like, <coughs> <coughs> yeah. And he goes, and, he, and then he said, uh, you know, but, you know, uh, I hope they'll have me back. So he put wow. it, he couldn't have been any clearer about putting it out, putting out the vibe, which is I'll come back if you'll have me. So it won't be his decision. It won't. So if they, wow. so if he's not back, you can put it all on the Giants' management. Wow, that is a huge mic drop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, it, it, I think it's smart. You know, put the ball in their court. Make them sweat. You don't have to. You know, why is everybody You're looking right. at me? Yeah. I, I've made my intentions clear. I'd love to come back and play in New York. I want to retire a Giant. What if he retired with the Chargers? Oh God, that would <laughs> be so good. Philip Rivers came to New York. That'd be so good. <laughs> that would be. Poet, poetic. Oh, that'd be really funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd that's, be so that's, funny. That's like something from an, 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 antiquity. Yeah, that's the word. Sure. That's like a story, a biblical story, like a, a story from from ancient times. Ancient times. Um, yes, it would be great to see it come full circle like that, and yeah. it would be awesome too if he went to the Giants and won, well, 
I say Chargers. If he went to the Chargers and won, but then I take that back almost immediately because I'm a Chiefs fan. That oh, man. I was going to say, I would love to watch him here. I, I have nothing against the Chargers. I, here's the thing. Of all the AFC West teams, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't hate the Chargers. You can't because they're never really a fact. You know, they haven't really been a factor since Ladanian was there. Yeah. But I even even when they're even when they're good, I'm I don't hate them. I don't yeah, I like I, to... I really don't care for the Broncos and I really loathe the Raiders. Mm-hmm. But the Chargers eh, I know. I'm not I don't I don't hate on them. I it's yeah, I feel like I always feel bad for Philip Rivers. Like he's so he has like 18 kids, you know, or however many he has, mm-hmm. like a gaggle. And, you know, he's always like the, he's this hot-blooded Alabama boy who mm-hmm. has a temper yeah. on the sidelines, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's just so competitive and he gets pumped up. And he's He's the only reason they won any games this any, year. Any, any. Yeah. He's so good. And, yeah. he, and he never stops Competing. playing. Yeah, like even like when a the team who- is bad or the ownership whatever it is yeah because remember this year they started out one in five one in yeah they were one in five miserable mm-hmm. and he is still a competitor he, he competes so he got out there and single-handedly in my humble opinion mm-hmm. delivered all of their wins he went out there and was slinging the hash all yeah season and put him in a, to a position where they could make the playoffs from a one in five start like yeah yeah, I, I hear you on that. He hasn't lost I, I did. Step. I do kind of. I put him sometimes in a category. You put it nicer. You said he's fiery, <laughs> hot blooded. Yeah, <laughs> I sometimes put him in the Jay Cutler, um, bitchy, complaining. Oh yeah, baby. Jay category. Cutler. Doesn't Jay Cutler always? They look always like... have that look on their face. Both Cutler and Rivers, like <laughs> this is crazy. I got shoved to the ground. I'm not supposed to be touched. I and feel like Cutler's that like, bitchy Ugh, I could be working for my dad's car dealership right now. Yeah. I mean, have uh, to be here. Uh, and he's always slack jaw. <laughs> uh, but then smoking Jay comes out when Jay Cutler. But the thing is, both is of them good when they're hot. They're uh, hot. It's so fun to watch. When they're hot, they're hot, but they just bitch. They they just yeah. they always have that whiny, bitchy, I'm not supposed to get dirty look. Right, polarized. It's very polarized. Yeah, so it's, like, half the time you're like, I appreciate and respect their talent, but that their leadership lacks. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. you know? Can you imagine being in the huddle with Jay Cutler? Can you imagine being a lineman, coming back with blood <laughs> and sweat and exhaustion and and him going, God damn it, I'm dying, <laughs> You know, and you're like, I'm dying. They out canceled here. my reservation at Ruth's Chris tonight, <laughs> and I am so annoyed. Yeah, I was like, it's Cutler, <laughs> C U T, party of four. Hello, uh, party of one. <laughs> party of one. Yeah, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Party of one. Man, I really hope Eli comes back. I feel like Eli Manning would have been the best. I'm. I'm sad that Eli never played for Dallas because I feel like Eli is the only quarterback that have, could have could really help them in the Jerry Jones era because mm-hmm. Eli is such a goldfish mm-hmm. and he's so like between the ears like he is like just all busy. He's such a he's an amazing person and human mm-hmm. being, but also like he just doesn't let the talk get to him. Yeah, and that is like Jerry Jones gets into everybody's head and people want to win for Jerry and they you know and it's like. No, no, just go out there and, like, do what you need to do to get the job done. And, like, Eli can throw four picks in a game, and then he'll also th- throw six touchdowns. That's right. <laughs> so, That's right. And you're right. I think he would be a, he would have been great there because all of that stuff would have rolled off his shoulders. Yeah. All that Jerry Jones mess that Jerry creates. Mm-hmm. Jerry is – he creates so much drama around his team oh. and himself that – He's got to know it's a distraction, but on some narcissistic level, I don't think he cares. I don't think he, it's still the oh, Jerry. No, it's, Jer- it's Jerry a time. Jerry show. It's Jerry time all the time, and and <laughs> but then he, then he gets mad that things aren't going right. Oh, did you hear what he said to Goodell? No. Whatever Goodell called him to say that Zeke was going to be suspended, he was like, "You think that? Uh, wait, uh, who who owns the Patriots? Um, Kraft. Kraft. You think Robert Kraft?" Came after you hard. I'm gonna make Robert Kraft look like a pussy, <laughs> like that. Really? Yeah. He's dropping threats to the commission. He's dropping threats to the commission. Yeah. Well, because I, he didn't well, get his way. He didn't get his way. But that's a billionaire. When, yeah, that when, is such a when, billionaire. When billionaires don't get their way, they just mm-hmm. like, well, then I'm changing the whole game. I'm changing everything. That's rich people shit. That's what Donald Trump's doing. He, yeah. That's it's like rich people shit where they're like, nope, you're lying. You're lying. Yeah. 
Or if they don't get their way, they just go, well, then I'm going to change it all. Yeah, then I'll just I'll just change. I'll tear down what we have yeah. and I'll change it all. Yeah, Jerry Jones will create to a new change thing. the rules. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Well, the NFL is really bad at consistency, too. That's the other big problem that they're having is like they don't know how to suspend people properly and like what the fine should be. And like when Juju got suspended from Pittsburgh, I think that was like another big hit to the NFL reputation wise because you know, people get suspended for these hits and it's like, it's not always their fault. Mm -hmm. They're going in with a shoulder Mm -hmm. to hit somebody and the the ball comes into a different location and the receiver or the receiver dives down instead of standing up. And then now you've hit them in the head and it's like, it's well, a split it's, second. It's a, a collision. Else? It's a collision sport. Yes. It's not a contact sport. Basketball is a contact sport. Yeah. It's a collision sport. Football is. And so when you have bodies moving at high speeds and colliding with each other, there's no guaranteed predictable way. Right. To, and if you've played football, you know that you can't just stand still and let people run into you. Right. You have to accelerate yourself and cause the collision. It's how you stay healthy. Getting run yeah. over doesn't do anything except get you hurt. Right. But if you, you know, it's... It, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. And, and yeah. you know, you're either going to be the wrecking ball or the wall. So what do you want to be? Yeah. So they both want to be the wrecking ball, so they collide. And when you do that, unpredictable stuff happens. Yeah, I just feel like it's just not always everybody's... Like, you know, you see somebody take a hit, you immediately blame the guy that delivered the hit. Yeah. And it's definitely not always his fault. Yeah. Uh, it's just... But I, I don't know how you I, – I, I do think they are getting better about protecting uh, people who are unprotected. Punt returns. You know, when they're looking up in the oh sky. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. of course, he's unprotected. You can't yeah. just lay him out. Yeah. You know, or uh, – you know, so I do think they're making some right moves because they have to. And, yeah. th- and those are good things to do. Um, but it is – it's an unpredictable beast. I don't know how you – and, you know, they are teaching people to lead with their shoulder – as opposed to launching like a missile with your head, mm-hmm. which used to be one thing they would do. So, but it, <laughs> but it, it it does it puts uh, defenders at a whole different. Yeah, it puts uh, them in a really bad. It dis- changes the way position. you do things. Yeah, it changes and I it mean, makes it harder to defend. Sometimes. You get suspended for a whole game. That's mm-hmm. a huge paycheck, and like not everybody makes the money. No. that you know quarterbacks make people you know m- some people make league minimum yeah and most get, most yeah and they they get suspended for a game i mean that is a huge, a huge paycheck sure. you know especially you know i don't think people realize but you're de- you're bringing home less than half of what you're reportedly making on paper yeah. whenever you make so much money so yeah. You know, it's really unfair. I, I don't really, I don't know how to solve it. I don't and I, don't, I know I Goodell doesn't either. So he's got a tough job. He has a tough job. He has a very tough job. He I. Has a very tough job. <laughs> what did you see when his wife was tweeting? As she had like Goodell's wife had a, a Twitter, like a fake Twitter handle, hmm. that and she was constantly tweeting at people who were criticizing Goodell, oh, like defending this. him. And like she got in trouble for it. And I was like, dude, that's the best wife ever. <laughs> like it's exactly what I would be doing if yeah. my husband was the commissioner. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, well, I the, believe him. I've, you know, I've, I do empathize with him because he gets put into a very difficult position. And his asked, new contract asked. is a little. Well, I don't know anything about that. You know, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm hosting the NFL honors. Oh, that's right. So I won't be talking about this anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't forget about it. You are hosting NFL honors? I am hosting the NFL <gasps> oh, honors. Oh, I want to go to that. That's going to be so funny. It'll be fun. It'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. I like it when you host things. Thank you. Except for podcasts. But I like... <laughs> Wait, other, we're, whole, whole, we're... I'm, the, I'm hosting this one, We're right? on the podcast together. Oh, this podcast? Yeah, this is our... <laughs> You knew that. I'm so excited for people to hear this. <laughs> if they're going to listen. I don't even know if they're listening right now. They might have turned it off earlier. They're listening. When I said, porn is bad. And they're like, click. Yeah, I'm sure. We just lost <laughs> half. going to jerk off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they couldn't turn it off because they only had one hand free. Well, what have we learned today? We've learned uh, slow down on the jerking off. Uh-huh. We've learned that uh, Gruden may be taken over as the Raiders coach. Yep. Uh, and that the Raiders are no damn good. Right, the Raiders are terrible. No matter if they're good, uh-huh. they're no damn good. And <laughs> uh, we learned uh, Paris Hilton got engaged. Yeah, to some like a very an actor. We learned about marriage, tough to do. Yes. Um, what else? Yes. Um, but still uh, a worthy, still a worthy institution. Your rap name is Lil Mocha. Lil Mocha, your little biscuit. I'm Lil Biscuit. 
which I like that one better, to be honest with you. I like, I like it a lot better than yours, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I've never liked yours. Uh, it's not a competition. Even, I didn't even like the Lil part in yours. Well, that's the same as yours. It's it's just the mm. same. It's, I didn't think that. It's that. not a competition either. It's okes. just kind of a thing. Because I, I took it as a comp. I'm still going to probably take it as a competition. I just really like. I, you know, I, d- I don't even. It doesn't need to. Be, you're right, because I just I would win it. So gonna, you're, we'll, we'll call it not a competition. I'm gonna go ahead and take take back what I said about <laughs> Little Biscuit. I like <laughs> I like Little Mocha now a lot more. You're actually. just trying to butter up my biscuit right now. <laughs> <laughs> that that, that is sounds... such a Georgia thing to say, and it sounded very pornographic. Well, you know, I think a lot of things that we say sound pornographic. <laughs> you know. Like, I love my cousin. It's like, you know, that's not, don't take that the wrong way. Come on. Oh, uh, that is a I great movie, by the way. The I love my cousin two and three as well. Which you're probably With, the star of, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. I you offered know. it. I said over 50 films. Have you ever said no to a film? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You are the white fact. Kevin Hart. I said, I said no to I love my cousin four. <laughs> Which was a porn, right? Just a solo porn. Adult feature, please. Come on. How many solo porns have you done? In my life? I was an extra on a porn once. No. Which I didn't know about. Uh, when I was doing extra work when I first moved to L.A. Oh, my God. Yeah. They were like, hey, we're going to give you $100. Are you okay with nudity in the scene? I'm thinking it's like CSI, you know, like you're in a strip club or something. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. We sat there for seven hours, and then they finally take us into the set. And I'm like, well, I'm not leaving now. I've been here seven hours. I'm going to get my $100. And then they just start effing in the middle. And then they bumped up. They upgraded one of the es- the extras into the scene. No. She kept lifting her skirt for the camera. And they're like, all right, we'll make you full on. We'll pay you for the That's to be in the movie unbelievable. now. Unbelievable. I know. Wow. Yeah, now she's the head of NBC. No, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. <laughs> the head of NBCS. Well, we learned a lot today, uh, and thank you for joining us on Riggle's Picks with Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana. And we'll talk soon. Bye, y'all.